Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you. It is currently 1.33 in Edmonton. Do you want to mention Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more? Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Brendan, are we good to go, my man? Yes, sir. All right, to our Oilers Now headliner today, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. We are pleased to be joined on this line by the Assistant General Manager of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, Keith Kretzky. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? Hi, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, Sort of an odd time at this time of the year, isn't it? Normally you'd be, uh, I guess... Down in Bakersfield, usually it's, uh, you know, I would be down there about 20-some-odd days a month. So, uh, you know, it'd be a, it's a little hard. It's a little different. But, uh, you know, things have changed, and uh, we just can't wait to get back at it. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about some additions that you made. Now, it, it, it's it's funny. We say additions that we made for Bakersfield. Those guys, when we do get to a main camp, they're coming here to make, uh, you know, uh, earn a job in Edmonton. That's a given. But I want to start first in goal with Anton Forsberg and just uh, sort of the rationale from the organization's perspective in adding a good quality veteran organizational number three goaltender and get your thoughts whether or not he still has the you know the window to to push for nhl work well first of all you know with our our team in bakersfield we thought that one area we were dependent a lot on were young goaltenders and and it's just like a young defenseman it's a young forward they take time they're going to make mistakes and we thought we had a lot of young goaltending uh, in our organization, and we needed a little depth to, you know, not have, uh, you know, the, everything on the on the young goaltenders on their shoulders. And they're still going to play. They're going to have more time to practice and develop. And, you know, 
with Forsberg, he has a chance to still come up and give us games in the NHL. We feel that. We believe in that. Um, but for Bakersfield, if, if he comes down, it was more so for the sense of just somebody back there with experience that could, uh, you know, carry the load for once in a while while a young goaltender struggles and, and learns to be a pro. And when you have good leadership, you know, we always say we need good leadership on defense or forwards. We really didn't have that for the goaltending last year, and it was a, I thought it was a big issue, and, and getting uh, Anton Forsberg, it was a big addition for us. Yeah, uh, obviously we should mention Shane Sturette got injured. Uh, the orders did not qual- qualify him. He ultimately has signed with Pittsburgh's organization, and that kind of threw Stuart Skinner and Dylan Wells into the fire a little bit. So Forsberg's a guy, and uh, you guys were in a bit of a bidding war, I know, to get him, so it's obviously a pretty good ad. Uh, you've added some experience up front as well, and again, uh, you know, Alan Quine, uh, I know there were people last year that thought Quine was maybe, uh, along with Dylan Dubé, maybe one of the two best players in the Pacific Division. Uh, this guy obviously caught your eye, uh, Keith, uh, you know, when you're down watching Stockton play Bakersfield last year. Exactly, and, and you saw it in the playoffs, too. You know, I thought he was, like you said, one of the best forwards, uh, one of the best players that we played against every night it felt like and we play them so many times so you get to see different players and see them on the road at home um and you know he was uh one player that really stuck out he's good he's fast he's again older um we really thought we wanted to add some experience up front um again you know you you're you want to give the young kids a lot of ice time they're going to have to earn it but we were depending on young guys like maximoff and guys like that mcleod to come in and score big goals for us when you know they're trying to figure out the league itself and now adding a guy like Quine, it's it's if he uh, gets sent down it's it's a big addition for us you also uh seth griffith who you have history with from your days in boston uh came over from uh the winnipeg jets organization he spent most of the last year with manitoba and then adam cracknell who's and we had adam on the show and of course adam was here before him just i don't think you were with the oilers when adam cracknell was in edmonton before keith but uh you know uh both guys uh veterans though i would say cracknell's probably uh you know considerably more experienced than griffiths but maybe just give us a scouting report on those two players cracknell and griffiths who were signed to uh, nhl deals for you you know, with Adam Cracknell, first of all, it's, it was more, you know, the one of the things that we talked about, again, was experience and leadership in the locker room and having our young kids understand what it's like to be a pro and the sacrifices and, you know, the do's and the do-nots of, of being a pro uh, player and, and how hard you have to work. And, you know, he was one of our first guys that we looked at. He was playing the KHL, and I happened to see him the year before against uh, when we played San Diego. He was with the uh, Ducks organization, so he could play any any spot up front. And his leadership is off the charts. And and we know he's a little older. He's not the fastest guy, but he's he's determined. He's got great leadership, and that's one of the reasons why we added him. And with Seth Griffith, we had drafted him a long time ago in Boston, and uh, you know he was. Uh, offensive player he's quick he's dirty he's very smart he can move the puck and adding those those two guys up front and to really with if Quine gets sent down those three guys is 
you know, huge for the Bakersfield organization itself because they're going to help the young kids, and not only are they good leadership, but good players. So we think we had every spot that we needed to in the offseason, with starting with the goaltending. And, um, you know, we, even, we, we signed uh, Ryan Stanton for an, on the American League level uh, deal to help our young kids because we have a lot of young D and, and, you know, everybody thinks it's just easy to play. And we're fortunate enough that our kids are playing right now. I talked to Evan Bouchard this afternoon just to see how he's doing over in Sweden. And, uh, you know, he's, he's glad he's up and playing. And so we're fortunate enough. We, we think we have the right guys and, and that added some stuff that we were missing. And like you said, when your, your number one goaltender goes out your second game of the year, you, we were behind the eight ball and we depended on two young kids and it wasn't fair. And, you know, we, we addressed that this, uh, this off season. You mentioned uh, Stanton, who's a veteran defenseman, and I mean, I'm just trying to hypothetically, uh, we're not, you know, the Oilers are basically, including Bear, sort of looking at six NHL, because we're not including Clefbaum, obviously, due to injury status. Uh, so, I mean, you could have, theoretically, Lagason and Bouchard uh, either in the NHL or in the American League, but then you've got guys like Lenstrom and, and Nima Linen who surely would need uh, time in the AHL, are you following sort of how these guys, Lenstrom's playing over in Sweden, Niemelainen's in Finland, Lagesson's playing second division in Sweden, uh, Bouchard's playing second division because he has to, because if he's in first division in Sweden as an import, he has to stay there for the year. How closely are you kind of monitoring these guys, Keith, on a day-to-day basis? Oh, we do all the time. And like I said, that's why I even talked to Ryan McLeod this morning, too. And just to, you know, to make sure that they know we're watching, you can watch the games on, on the computer and, and just to check in with them. That I, just because we sent them out, we don't want them to think that we, we've forgotten about the kids. They're, they are kids. And, and, you know, you want what's best for them. And, and it's a, a big commitment to go over there. It's a, it's a different country. It's different hockey. And, but we're fortunate enough that they all want to go over and, and hopefully down the road that uh, it paid dividends for us that they've they've been up and running and, and playing hockey instead of sitting at home for six months. So that was the main thing that Ken wanted is to get them playing and, and they've all been on board. And, you know, I know Bouchard, I talked to him this morning, he said that, you know, it was an adjustment, bigger ice, it's a lot quicker. Those are the things that he needs to work on on his game and and it's not just you rely on your offensive abilities um but he's learned that he's you know he tells you when he's played good when he's played bad and and uh same with the the other guys so we're really fortunate enough that uh you know they're they're over there playing were you surprised by what we saw at broberg uh when we did the return to play for the uh, play-in series when he came over from sweden yeah, you know, I was. It's You know he's an offensive guy that can skate, and his skating is, is you know, off the charts. And But he's he's a little bit fearless, which is, uh, he's confident. And I don't want to say, you know, it's it's a cockiness thing to him, but he's confident with the puck. He, he, he knows what his strengths are, and it's his skating. He knows when to move the puck and, and when to skate the puck. So, you know, again, we always say is, is, is let's not rush these kids and they're they're let them come and earn a spot so i kind of temper everything you know towards the kids now where you know let let them go and and earn it and prove that they can do it and and but he's off to a great start and you you guys saw at the uh and the bubble there he was uh very Fan. good and he stood out 
Yeah, there's no question. He was fantastic. We're ta- talking to Oilers Assistant General Manager Keith Gretzky, who oversees the Oilers farm team. Now, one guy that will not play on the farm team this year, we've spoken about Broberg and Bouchard, and to me, Broberg's a bit of a wild card. Bouchard's going to, you know, fight like heck to make the Oilers team, but a guy that's committed to the KHL this season uh, on a very good team on CSKA Moscow is Dmitry Samarukov. And Keith, in four of the last five games, he's had the most ice time on a team that is the best team right now in the KHL. Um, I know there's a lot of focus on Broberg and Bouchard. There seemed at times to be some challenging moments for Sam Arukov in the last year in the AHL, but it's got to be a good thing that he's playing as much as he currently is uh, in, a, in a pretty good league over in Russia. Well, exactly. You know, the, the one thing that, uh, you know, he was the one guy that at, at first really wanted to play, and, and that's what really spearheaded everything. And I look at it this way is that, uh, it's growing pains when you go from junior to the American League. Everybody thinks it's easy, and especially a defenseman. I saw a lot of the games. I saw 95% of the games live in, in Bakersfield. And you could see there was moments when Sammy would, you know, do things and you'd say, okay, great. And he'd make a couple, you know, take a couple steps forward and then a couple steps back. And that's the growing pains with, with young players, and, and especially on defense. That, you know, it's the reads, it's the coverage in your own zone, and things like that but you know i i really believe he was like a uh you know dave manson our our, our assistant coach down there down in bakersfield that runs the defense and you can ask jonesy and and Bearsy that he does a phenomenal job and and he had him believing in himself and it takes time and and hopefully you know what he's doing over in the khl can can uh transform when he comes back to uh to Bakersfield. In football, there's no substitute for speed. Well, guess what? In hockey, if you can skate, uh, you can open up opportunities for yourself. You spoke a bit about Broberg. You, you said you talked to Ryan McLeod, and to me, he might be, the, with all due respect to maybe Tyler Benson, who again is going to come to compete for a spot when we do get going here. But Ryan McLeod's a pretty interesting guy. He's playing in the Swiss League in the top division, and he's off to a pretty good start offensively. Um, Second round draft choice. When you were involved more in the scouting than in, instead of building up the farm team, Keith, this guy remains a pretty intriguing prospect, doesn't he? Yeah, he is. He's he's got speed. He's he's a big kid. He's he's got very good hands for a uh, for a centerman. He sees the ice well. He tends to tends to want to you know pass too much, in my opinion. And you know, one of the things I talked to him about this morning again was. Make sure that you play in between the dots and, and don't be on the outside all the time. And It's, it's just learning the pro game and, and use your strengths to your ability. And, and his is a speed. So, you know, be in there, grab the loose puck and get out. And um, it takes time. And hopefully that, you know, he's one guy that has to understand that he has to play in the hard areas. And, and it's not about fighting or running guys over. It's just take the puck into the harder areas and, you know, it's it's baby steps with some kids and giant steps with others. And you know, I, I I believe that Ryan has everything to be an NHL player. And you know, at the end of the day, it's up to him to want to do the the little things to improve his game. And and again, like you know, he was one of the first guys that wanted to go over to Europe. And and uh, hats off to him. 
Uh, the Oilers had a couple guys that were basically with the NHL team most of the year last year, Haas and Nygaard. Nygaard had injuries, and I, I know he was a guy you specifically targeted during the time that you were the interim GM. He's had some finger issues. He is back playing for Farstead. Um And, again, these guys can both skate, and that's going to give them a puncher's chance to contribute with the Oilers, doesn't it? Well, it does. And, and you know, you, you've talked to Ken a, a thousand times. It's about speed and, and the game's fast. And, but you've got to be able to control your speed and do things with the puck. And, you know, both players show they can do that. And, and Nygaard got off to, a you know, a bit of a rocky start being injured. And, and he was, I thought, was just coming into his own when he got injured. And then, you know, the season was ended. So I, I feel that... Him and, and both Haas, I thought when he came down to Bakersfield, I think he played two games, and the, the one game in Stockton especially, his compete level was totally different, and he, he really understood the, the North American game in the AHL, and, and uh, then he went back up and we didn't see him again. So, you know, it's, again, it's good that these young guys are playing. Yeah, absolutely. One just before I get to circle back to Bakersfield, Raphael Lavoie, who will be joining your team in Bakersfield this year, he's a second division Swedish guy as well, and he's he's ripped a few home here. He's off to a pretty decent start playing for Vasby. Yeah, Rafi's really uh, you know taking advantage of the opportunity. He's a goal scorer. Um, I believe in eight games he's got five goals, two assists. So he's one of those streaky players, and and again it's. We're not putting the pressure on a young guy with when you have Cracknell and Griffith and, and whoever else comes back down to, to Bakersfield. So I think Rafi just playing and with older players and, and learning to be a pro and being over there on his own, it's a big step for a 20-year-old. And I think, uh, you know, Vasby's one of these younger teens and, and he's getting a lot of ice time. So, you know, we're one of those, one of those things, one of those teams that is, benefit from Rafi being over there and and uh, he's taken advantage of it. All right, circling back to the Bakersfield Condors, Oilers assistant GM Keith Gretzky. Keith, we've talked about uh, Alan Klein and Seth Griffith and Adam Cracknell. Uh, you mentioned Stanton and Brad Malone is also on an AHL deal. That's five AHL veterans. Uh, that said, you're a little light on defense. Is it still a possibility that the organization may add? Uh, it might Maybe not a guy that's played more than 320 games, which would be considered veteran status in the AHL, but maybe a guy that's a tweener and sort of the 200-game route that might be a right shot. Is that a feasible uh, possibility, or are you kind of waiting to see maybe what happens at the NHL level first? I think it's a little bit of both where, you know, if the right player comes along, we'll take a look at it. It's it's not a, you know, we're never shutting the door on anything. And, and if a play, we feel a player can help us, we'll, we'll look at signing them. Um, but you have to be careful because you have so many veterans and you, you, you can only have so many. So we're right at that, that point if certain guys get sent down or whatever, you know, happens at the big camp. So you can't overload with a lot of veterans. Could we use another D-man? Yeah, of course. And, and you know, I'd like to have another, you know, high-scoring sentiment too. But, you know, we, we have to do what's right with uh, the young kids. And like you said, we have, you know, Nima Lane and Lindstrom coming back. And if Bouchard gets sent down, if he doesn't make the big club. So there's a lot of, you know, unanswered questions. But you have to prepare that, uh, you know, we're ready. And, and if we don't, if the right guy's not there, then we won't. You know, just sign a guy to sign a guy. We have to think it's a fit, and that's going to help our club. 
I mean, is it too early at this stage to even discuss what happens if you have to have a taxi squad at the NHL level or, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that, that's, that's further down the road? That's way down the road, and, and we're we're getting ready to play, and we feel that we're going to play, so that's the way we're all, you know, focusing on and, and getting ready for the, the hockey season coming up whenever that is. And, you know, we feel that we've added a lot of, you know, good big parts that that are going to help our hockey club. And like you, like you mentioned before, is is when our number one goalie went down, it kind of just you know deflated us. And I also thought, as a team, that we thought the success that we had the year before was going to be easy. And and it doesn't come easy. You got to work twice as hard. And and I don't think we were prepared mentally for that as a as a group. And and you know it just slid the whole way through. Keith, a guy has just texted us by the name of Mike. He says Keith Kretzky is the best guest you've had on in months. So it's 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 good to it's good to have friends named Mike. Keith, thanks for joining. Right, so thanks, thanks, Bob. Anytime. You bet. That is Keith Gretzky. He is the Oilers' assistant general manager and uh, just taking a bit of a discussion on the farm team and then some of the prospects in the Oilers' system, some of whom Keith drafted. The Oilers' now headliner brought to you daily by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover. Your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. We are going to get to this, this day in Oilers history. And I remember this game. Does that make me old? Well, a little bit. Here's Brendan Escott. Okay, back in 1984, Yari Curry has two goals and three assists. Wayne Gretzky scores four points. All of this happening in just the second period alone as the Oilers pound the Los Angeles Kings 8-2 at Northlands. Uh, and they used to pound the L.A. Kings both literally and figuratively. In fact, at one point, L.A. called up a tough guy by the name of Al Tour, who still might be working in the Florida organization as a head pro scout. And uh, uh, in the same game, he fought Kevin McClelland. And it was crazy. There you go. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, okay. We're getting texts from various different parts of the show uh, and from other shows as well. So if you've sent, we're just having to work our way. There's something that's happened in our text messaging system, but we're getting, obviously, they had a very controversial show today with Daniel Smith between 9 to 12. Uh, anyhow, I think I'm getting some of the texts that are directed uh, uh, towards her show. Sunny in Vancouver says, Bob, if the rapid COVID-19 testing project works the Calgary Airport, wouldn't it make sense for the Canadian Teams League to buy these rapid testing kits and administer the secondary test on a site at Rogers Place? Can you also create a mini bubbles for visiting teams? Same hotels, same buses designated only for visiting teams. Have takeout food delivery options and minimal contact with the general public. This might be a lot better than the Canadian division. I just remember the 0405 post-lockout schedule the orders would have had to play the wild and the coyotes about eight times a season i was sick of seeing those guys oh well, yeah the 0506 was the return from the 0405 lockout sunny and i'm with you it sucked uh it sucked seeing minnesota play that much again you can uh, text us at any time uh shane says bob uh you could you have asked about legison well legison's got a chance to make the team i think that's uh fair to say there you go. Uh, 
All right. Uh, a bunch of you did chime in on the Eskimo stuff. Much appreciated. Or the uh, EE football stuff. Some of you have texted about the fact that the team's no longer called the Eskimos. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, we've, we've moved along. Uh, but anyhow, uh, there's still a lot of... Good to see there's still some passion for the Canadian Football League out there on the text lines. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing, Alberta. The last day of thoroughbred racing is this Sunday. Fan access still limited, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Horse Racing Alberta, employing Albertans, contributing to the economy, and caring for horses. So Speck will join us tomorrow. And Brendan, we're going to do so we're going to try something. And part of it's just because of our setup we'll try to take calls on tomorrow's show as well you know it used to be calling shows now they're texting shows but we might squeeze some calls in today's edition or tomorrow's edition of winners now uh, reed wilkins has inside sports night he has the coaches show i believe with morley scott is that correct that is absolutely correct and they're busy otherwise too former nhl player and current host of dropping the gloves podcast john scott you hear from spruce grove saints head coach bram steven on the spectrum of an AJHL season. <laughs> and BC Lions president uh, Rick Lalisher uh, on the passing of owner Dave Braley as well. All right, uh, so that's coming up tonight at Inside Sports. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen and I. Have a uh, magnificent Monday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.